Amazon has announced the best books of the year for 2021. Welcome to Text to Nation. I'm Fred Fishkin. And with us from Amazon is editor Aaron Kodacek. Thank you for joining us, Aaron. Thanks so much for having me. Well, give us the overview here. First of all, you, you've got uh, a top winner here. Which book was named the best of 2021? The Lincoln Highway by Amor Tolls. A lot of people have probably heard of Mr. Tolls. He wrote a, a mega bestseller called A Gentleman in Moscow. So people have really been anxiously anticipating The Lincoln Highway. I was personally a little nervous because when you, when you write a book that, that does as well as A Gentleman in Moscow, you think, how is it going to compete? I think The Lincoln Highway is even better. Wonderful. And uh, let's go over some of the others that made the top 10 here that, that are pretty exciting. And a lot of people are still looking for a good read, aren't they? They are. They are. And I think it, it, it was interesting for us this year because fiction was king this year. Last year it was more nonfiction, but it sort of switched. So I, I think people are, are anxious for an escape. Moving on to some of the others, uh, we can cover at least the top five here. Yeah. Let's see. Number two. Number two is our favorite biography and memoir of the year. It's called Crying in H Mart by Michelle Donner. And this is a memoir that talks about her very complicated relationship with her mother. And her mother passed away from cancer when uh, Michelle was 25. But luckily, before that happened, they were able to reconcile someone or at least have a better understanding of each other. And that's really the overarching message of this book, just being able to accept people just as they are and love them regardless. And if you're someone that really likes a good thriller, our number three pick, The Plot, by Jean Hump Korlitz, that is the book for you. It's a, it's a thriller about a failed author, and he sort of faded into obscurity, and now he's making a living as a writer. And one of his students is really obnoxious and tells him that he doesn't need his help because he has a story that is a sure thing, and it's going to rocket him to literary stardom. And the student is right, only it's the failed teacher that is the one that gets to enjoy all of the fame because this student has an untimely death and the teacher steals his story. So it's one of those things where you think you know where it's going, but it has a really, really great twist at the end. So if you like those sorts of books, that's the one for you. And our number four book, How the Word is Passed, this is for anybody on your holiday list that's a book reader that likes a really good serious book that will make you think about things in a different way. This is, this is that book for you. It's by Clint Smith and he takes a, a tour of places and landmarks that are linked to slavery. And it's the type of book that can just change the way you think, even if you have known some of these places or thought you did your entire life. So for example, he talks about the Monticello uh, plantation in Virginia, the estate where, Thomas Jefferson wrote these letters that were espousing the need for liberty while at the same time enslaving more than 400 people. So it's about these contradictions in our history that we need to reckon with in order to heal. And number five, rounding that out, is The Four Winds by Kristen Hanna. A lot of people have heard of her too. Um, best-selling author, very beloved, and she really has a knack for writing novels that highlight the heroics of everyday people, especially women. So The Four Winds is no exception. It takes place during the Dust Bowl, and she actually chose that moment in history very specifically because it has a lot of parallels 
to our own time. It was a really politically contentious time. Americans were taking sides against other Americans, but the country's resilient and got through it. So the story's very sobering, but it's also full of a lot of hope. You also have a top pick in the children's category that you can tell us about. Yeah, we actually have an overall top 20 picks every year. We very, very rarely put a children's book on it. And this year we did because we loved the Beatrice Prophecy by Kate DiCamillo so much. When you, when you read to your kids now and you're reading them the classics, years from now this book is going to be considered a classic. It's about a monk who finds a girl in a barn. She's in a stall. She's racked with fever. She's coated in dirt and blood. And this monk takes care of her, nurses her back to health, and discovers that she has this very dangerous secret that is going to potentially get all of them into some very deep trouble. So Kate, who wrote it, she won a Newbery Medal, and the illustrator won a Caldecott. So these are are both award-winning authors and illustrators, and it's just a really magical story that whether you're a kid, whether you're an adult, you're going to love it. And this is the time of year when we're all out shopping for unique gifts for people. And there are so many books that would make wonderful gifts, and including the ones you just mentioned. But beyond that, uh, people are always looking for things like cookbooks and, and other categories too, coffee table books. Any suggestions to, uh, to bring up? Yeah, in the cookbook category, we really won. We love a book by David Chang. He's, he's of ugly, delicious fame. People have probably, a lot of people have seen that Netflix show. And he wrote a book this, this year called Cooking at Home. And the subtitle is, Or How I Learned to Stop Worrying About Recipes and Love My Microwave, which as someone who has set herself on fire at making bacon once, that really appealed to me. <laughs> so whether you're... Uh, an, an excellent cook or whether you're an absolute disaster like me, this is the book for you. So again, it's just called Cooking at Home, Easy to Remember by David Chang. Wonderful. Now, the, just overall here, uh, we're still in the midst of a pandemic. Hopefully it's uh, coming to a conclusion, but who knows? Yeah. Tell, yeah. tell us what books have meant to so many of us and there are reading groups that have continued even when it's had to be online, right? Yeah, I think it's been a lifeline for a lot of people. And we're always cognizant when we're putting these lists together that people read for different reasons. You know, people will read purely for escape. People will read to learn something. People will read because they love, you know, a beautiful sentence. And for me, I love to read literary fiction more than anything else. And that's because it has the ability to put yourself in other people's shoes and increase your empathy. And I think more than ever, you know, that's what we need. And that's sort of the power of books. So I'm, I'm always really happy to know that, you know, I've been talking to a lot of people this morning and, and everyone saying, I love books so much. And this is what I like to give during the holidays. And, you know, that just makes me really happy. And look at what you get to do for a living. Isn't that great? (laughs) It's a dream job. It's a dream job. My dad um, was an accountant, and he was really worried when I was getting a literature degree that I would, you know, never make any money. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, like, Pops, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm being, you know, I can pay the rent, and I'm doing something I love. Well, many years ago, uh, Jeff Bezos came to see me in the studio to tell me about his idea of, of selling books online. And I was wondering, well, how do you thumb through them? 
I guess he's done okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. I wonder if he was selling them out of his uh, garage then, because that's how it started. Exactly. Well, is there a place people can go to to get uh, more info on, on the lists here? Yes, you just go to Amazon.com slash bestbook2021. Erin Kodachek, thank you so much for taking the time with us. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio, and that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers. And that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC SkyWave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.